0: I like to go to different events, definitely. If you go out, like, what's happening in the community? On your off day. I know after news, it can be daunting. and You can feel like, oh, I'm kind of tired. I just want to stay in and Netflix and chill. I know so many reporters, because we get so tired, it's like, I'm just going to stay in. I'm not about to do anything else. But no, go out there. And sometimes it's okay to go by yourself. If you can go by yourself, I promise you. As a reporter, you'll make tons of friends. Because then people are like, oh, okay, cool. Like, do you want to hang out with us? All that good stuff
1: social media you hear me talk about that a lot majority of my guests I met either via social media or social media has allowed me to stay in contact with them on a regular basis this week I speak with Jade Jackson Jade is a reporter in Louisiana who discusses the gift and the curse that is social media but she also discusses what it's like to be that young reporter looking to get adjusted in a new area she talks about the importance for a young journalist to become a part of the community so sit back and take some knowledge take down some notes if you're a young Aspiring reporter. This is one of the conversations you need to be listening to. Ladies and gentlemen, Jade Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, as promised, I am on the phone with my good friend. You may know her as Jade from Twitter, but she is the real deal, Jade Jackson. Jade, how you feeling today?
0: I feel good. Also, I'm not Jade from Twitter. I'm also <laughs> Jade great. Jade the Journalist, Jade Jackson, Ms. Jackson, if you really know me. Hi, everybody.
1: I had to say Jade from Twitter because when we was at um, NABJ in Miami this past year, I remember your tweets, and you were saying in a group chat, a lot of people were like, they was asking you, oh, you're Jade from Twitter, so you don't know, have to play on that. I had to mess with
0: yeah,
1: you. Yeah, yeah. But it's all about. <laughs> so, Jade, um, what made you want to become Jade the Journalist?
0: Um, so there's like layers to it. Um, there's different layers of my journey. So actually starting out, I guess like when I was in college, I didn't have like that hashtag or that nickname um, until after college. Before when I was in college, I was called like Jade the Great. I didn't call myself that. I me not say that, but everybody else kind of pegged me that. And it was like a cute little pet name only because of my,
1: uh, I guess my
0: journey and how transparent I always was about internships and news and trying to kind of cultivate a resume that will look good for a job someday. So now with like Jade the Journalist, I'm kind of trying to rebrand that to make it more professional so that people can see me as, okay, you know, I'm not the cute little kid anymore. I'm actually grown now. Like, let's go.
1: So what would you say... Yeah, obviously, you know, you're, you've done so much in such a little time. What has been your biggest moment thus far?
0: Being chosen to be a part of the Fox News MMR program, out of 150 applicants in the country, I was the top 10. Unfortunately, I wasn't the top 5, but you know, my homegirl Jayla's honed down for the culture up there at Fox News. So I congratulate her. But even just being chosen was such an honor because it's like, wow, y'all had to see something in me with as little experience as I have to want me to come out there. Like, y'all fly me out, y'all house me, y'all give me an opportunity to network, like, beyond any of my networking at a network level. (laughs) So, yeah.
1: Now, you, um, we talk about social media and its importance. How has that helped you along your career?
0: So, social media could be a blessing and a curse. In some ways, I think it's been more of a blessing than a curse for me, Um, only because I've gotten a lot of interviews because of my social media. I've gotten a lot of internships because of my social media. I've gotten a lot of attention, um, positive, because I get to showcase not only my personality, but also the fact that, hey, I'm actually good at this. I'm not just one of those people that just wants to be on TV. But I think that that's really good. And I think it's interesting to see because it's always like a balancing act for people. I get a lot that like a lot of older people or even some younger people always tell me like, I don't know how to do it. Like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. I just post. So, and people like it. So,
1: yeah. I was just getting ready to ask you that. Like, as far as what's the best advice? I know you say you just post, but what's like the best advice you could give to somebody who may be struggling with, trying to find that balance of
0: Mm -hmm. when
1: am i tweeting too much about personal stuff should i tweet more about reacting to the news or the industry that i'm trying to be a part of
0: well definitely i'd say twitter in itself should never be personal after college it should be personal you know i think we all kind of try to showcase but at the end of the day you don't want to appear like oh my god i'm trying to be personal because then you look fake it's not authentic just be yourself Um, and if yourself is professional, then that's just what it is at the end of the day. And then I, so on Twitter, I'd say, keep it very, like, newsy. If it's not inspirational, motivational, if it doesn't impact somebody, then don't tweet it. If it's about you, I don't want to see it. No one cares. Like, no one cares at all. Um, on Instagram, though can be a bit more flexible, but still remembering that what you post on your story, whether you just show your close friends or not, that's going to be on your story, you know, end of the day. Um, And it could be concerned and taken and reposted. you just don't know. But if you want to, like, kind of get away from the newness of it, you can have, like, your Instagram. Facebook, I'm actually still trying to learn Facebook because I'm a part of that demographic that does not gravitate to that app um or that social media site but i'm trying since you know most of a lot of news markets are facebook so you do have to learn how to master it so it's just like little things what what can what, what can the people who are on facebook who live in my market will get from me what can they learn from me or what can i give them you know so it's kind of like trying to think outside the box to where i can kind of grow that social media platform as well but that's my advice
1: now, you talked about um, market. You have, you know, obviously jumped out of your comfort zone a couple of times, going to different places where you're not from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How has that been? And what kind of advice would you give to that journalist that's fresh out of school, that's moving, you know, landing their first job in a place they may never even heard of as a child?
0: Um, well... Especially if you're in smaller markets, you're definitely going to hear of places that you've never heard of before. And with that being said, you have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to understand. Because just because you're not a part of the, you feel like you're not a part of the community. You're fresh, you're new, you're kind of like, I am not from here. You can't reject the culture of any place, no matter where it is. You're in the middle of Iowa, you're in the middle of Idaho. You really do have to cultivate yourself around the community, open your mind to learn who they are um, so that you can report on them. Cause I, I wholeheartedly believe, believe you can't do that. Excuse me. I wholeheartedly believe that you can't actively be a good journalist if you're not a part of a community. You have to figure that out.
1: Now, how long did it take you um, to get acclimated with those communities? And do you, have you like, come across a lot of the same people and mm-hmm. essentially become, I don't want to say friends, but more so like associates of like with people in the community? Like, what's that process like?
0: So, I'm still young. I think a lot of the news that I'm covering, I'm going to be dealing with or associating with a lot of older people. But because I'm an old soul, I, I can click with them a little bit better. But <laughs> it's kind of like, if you make those connections, it's like, well, hey, I mean, you got a niece, a nephew, like... Um, I like to go to different events, definitely. If you go out, like, what's happening in the community? On your off day. I know after news, it can be daunting. and You can feel like, oh, I'm kind of tired. I just want to stay in and Netflix and chill. I know so many reporters, because we get so tired, it's like, I'm just going to stay in. I'm not about to do anything else. But no, go out there. And sometimes it's okay to go by yourself. If you can go by yourself, I promise you. As a reporter, you'll make tons of friends. Because then people are like, oh, okay, cool. Like, Do you want to hang out with us? All that good stuff. And so I just go to a different event. I will go to the same reoccurring event. Like, you know, for example, out here in Shreveport, there's a thing that they do every Monday called Words Over Latte, where it's like spoken word, comics, and different talent singing or rapping the different skill sets. And me being there, just like, I'm not, I don't know anything about this culture, but I'm going to immerse myself in it. And they see me enough times, they're like, oh, hey, Jake, you know. And then of course I know them; they know me. So in case they ever do need me, it's oh I got Jade's number. Let me tip, let me give her a tip about this, you know.
1: Hmm. That's awesome. Um, so everybody I asked on the show, you know, the title of the show is called "Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling." Hmm. What was your moment? And obviously, I know a lot of some people may say, "Well, I haven't broken through yet." To me. Knowing you, watching you, as as proud as I am of you, you broke through a glass ceiling. What <laughs> was one of one of, or what was the moment you broke through a glass ceiling?
0: Mm, I broke through a glass ceiling when I realized that this industry is not what they tell you it is in college. It's not all cookies and rainbows. Um, this industry will eat you up. spit you out so i've learned that you better taste good or you better be poisoned because you really need to kill it um it goes back to me also knowing i can't change myself for this industry i'm not gonna conform for this industry it's either gonna have to accept me or something's gotta give and so It's going along. I'm still young in my career, you know. Uh, Eventually, I'm gonna probably get to a few other bridges when I when I get ready to cross them, where I'm gonna be faced with a lot of decisions that are probably gonna go against my moral compass or probably go against what I want for myself and who I am. Um, But I just gotta remember, like eh, nobody who ever really had to give up themselves for a head start really got ahead. So, all right.
1: (laughs) <laughs> wow, that's deep. Now, can you talk about your um, your NABJ experience? I always like, <clears throat> excuse me, anytime I can have my brothers or sisters who are also a part of National Association of Black Journalists on here, I love to hear their experience because um, we all have different ones. Um, you know, for me, it's where I landed my first job at ESPN. So I'm always looking to help the next person. I'm I'm always a walk-in poster child for NABJ. Um, whether it's in my office or in this in these media streets. Right, right. Tell the world about Jade Jackson's NABJ experience.
0: My NABJ experience, I guess like you said earlier, it's Jade from Twitter. I'm like, hey y'all. <laughs> I really feel like NAPJ, y'all really like the annoying cousin that I love to be around. I can't <laughs> help it. But then, you know, after like the third day, fourth night, I'm kind of like, all right, y'all, I'm done. Like, okay. Then I'll be ready to go, but not really because then when it is time to go, I'm like, dang, nobody's here. Y'all leaving? Y'all going back to y'all jobs? Y- you still looking for a job? Okay. You know, that type of thing. NABJ to me really is, we're the biggest organization for journalists. I didn't even realize that. Um. And it's always interesting when I go to different meet-the-team sections of websites, and you will only see, like, one or two of us, depending on the market. But mm-hmm. when we get to NABJ, it feels like it's so much more. Like, we really are a big family. And I'm kind of like, yo, this is nice. Like, And then we live in a world of social media, so I get to follow everybody and kind of get understand everyone's journeys, whether they are like, – and, and I love, like, meeting people to where – Sure, we're always going to be professional, but you get to know people on a personal level beyond who they are on TV, and it's like, wow, like, who you are, I'm vibing with you spiritually, sis. I love it. I love it. And a DJ to me is a place where, uh, no cap, I do finesse, and no cap, I probably do use the, hey, I'm Jade card a lot, (laughs) because... I end up, you know, getting me a couple of leveries or whatever, you know, I just put a little clout. It's cute, whatever. But then at the end of the day, the most important thing, you know, when you go to that career fair or you go to those different seminars and you learn things that you never knew. Oh, this is like, I could take this. And you go back and if you apply everything that you learn at NABJ. That's the whole point of it, to make you a better journalist, to cultivate those relationships. You know, we are a big family, like a family reunion. We do get to have fun. You know, we swag surf and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, we are serious about our business. And I feel like we're the best. The best organization.
1: That's me. No problem. Oh Well, I agree. Um, I have, you know, I work in media relations and healthcare. And when I go back to the mm-hmm. office, my uh, colleagues are like, oh, so NAVJ look fun. You know, they see the Instagram stories or the Snapchats. I'm like, yeah, yeah we had a ball, you know, and then. This, there's kind of the so you went there for work, you know. You could kind of see it, maybe not, not my direct team because my team understands, but like some people yeah. on other teams. And then they, I showed them like all the notes that I got, and it's yeah. like, oh, oh, okay, like, yeah, I was, we were working, you know, we worked from we nine part- to five. Yeah, but we part, we party after five. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say was one of the things that you could like off? fact that you remember like learning at one of the sessions at nabj that you was able to apply whether it was in your news package or on your resume or on social media
0: so i actually went to one of them uh this past year in miami where they talked about it was the early ones too because i remember i was so tired (laughs) but um they were talking about international journalism Mm -hmm. how that kind of works i didn't even realize like you know over in europe like the bbc and all that like they love local news. And America is so opposite. Uh, America, we kind of, we always watch national news. You know, we'll watch like Fox or CNN or NBC and, or MSNBC, you know, those type of entities. But local news is kind of like, eh, not really viewed as much. But over in Europe, it's on a bigger scale. It's like, we love local news. That's the point. Like, why would oh, we- wow the whole world when we can just watch our local news that pertains to us. So it's a different mindset. And if I ever, you know, had the opportunity to go overseas for any reason, um, that would be like exciting to me because, you know, now I'm in a position where I'm doing local news and not to say like, you know, Oh, I feel like America doesn't appreciate it, but to have being a a country or countries where they go above and beyond for it. That'd be nice.
1: Wow. That's news to me.
0: Yes, yeah,
1: we learn it in ABJ. Well, see, that's the beauty of it, right? You you go to a session, I can go to a session, we can exchange information cuz I mean there's so many great sessions. You know, I know you're not as into sports, um, which is always funny in the journalists journalists on the Rise group chat on Facebook, I mean, on yeah. uh, Twitter that yeah. you know. <laughs> when we what having y'all a, What
0: y'all talking about? I'm
1: like, "Can y'all get a second group chat?" <laughs> oh, come on, you love it. <laughs> I but
0: it's always intercede with some something random and y'all still don't care.
1: <laughs> no, I care. I usually will respond. No,
0: I don't care. I'll be like, guys, I got a job <laughs> today. Oh my God, some on the sports. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like what's so cool is that you know, you um like I said sometimes, you know, somebody may go to one session and somebody else go to another session and you can kinda like I think a lot of younger journalists don't realize that people who go for the first time who may go in pairs or go in groups, but they don't realize that you can kind of attack these sessions as a unit.
0: Yo, and, low key. Yes.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like it's kind of like school, right? Because it's like, okay, you take the notes from this class, I take the notes from that class, we'll bring them together and then, you know, exchange information. It's been plenty of sessions um where People have asked me, "Hey, you got the notes for this? Boom! You know, email it, send it, or whatever. You know."
0: Period. Right.
1: So that's the thing that I, you know, I really love about it. And I know a lot of people, as like spoiler alert, the first few guests on this show have been people that's in the media business. And people are like, "So, are you going to do is interview media people?" I'm like, well, no. But I mean, that's my family, my first and foremost, and my passion. Um, but you know it's so many different stories. Everybody has a different story right. on how they got to where they are.
0: Right,
1: yeah. yeah. You know, so, like, um, can you tell us, uh, inform the world about main source media? Because mm-hmm. I I really love what you're doing right there because this just goes to show how giving you are um, because, you know, it's like, I remember it's like since we met, it's always been, like, what can you do? Like, if, I mean, just mostly your tweets are advice tweets, especially as we ramp up into um June, July, where we're getting ready for NABJ. You're out there giving out a lot of tips, even though the one you did take one of the tweets from me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I mean, <laughs> but, I, I felt. Did I? Uh, I credit you on, on the tweet. No, you
1: didn't, because you made no. But even you even
0: remember what the tweet is. Oh, you I definitely remember, remember it. It. how you much want you want to bet for the tweet over here want to bring up some old stuff why you got to do me like this Brian because the a tweet no, y'all. don't listen <laughs> the, to him
1: don't the, believe the, do. no the tweet said uh, we was in the group chat on group oh me
0: hey, and of Brian, course I remember let, let me let me Um, I had a good day today we should talk about something.
1: <laughs> no, but no, you know, I'm serious uh, No, I'm gonna tell people what the tweet was. It was don't forget social media is uh, your resume is more than that paper you hand to recruiters. It's also social media.
0: I but, mean, but anybody that's a no brainer. You can't act like it was your tweet. I mean, you might have put the idea <laughs> in my head or something like. I was
1: gonna say, low, gonna key, I... follow, <laughs> low key. <laughs> I mean, low key, you had some high momentum that day. So it probably got, it was probably best that you tweeted. I'll give you that one.
0: But (laughs) thank you.
1: But, you know, like I said, that wasn't because that wasn't the only gem you had dropped throughout that time period. So I look at, you know, like I said, you always look into giving and helping the next in line, the next generation. Can you tell the world about the main source media?
0: Okay, so the main source media, where your main source is Jesus Christ,
1: is Amen. a Christian-based
0: platform for Christian storytellers. Um, we'll say more so spiritual storytellers, because we believe that um, it, whatever your denomination is, if you're Muslim, if you're Jewish, if there's something that you can take away from us, please do. Uh, we're Christian-based, but we also say we'll open it up to spiritual, and we'll also open it up to just God, because there's different sets of People call their God, whether it's Allah, the universe, all of that. Um, I started this because I had a dream, and it was a really interesting dream. If you know me, you know that I am actually very spiritual. Mm. Mm-hmm. This year, 2019, has been the hardest year of my life. Um, as amazing and as supportive uh, everybody is of me and my journey, of course, you do have those moments where when you fail, It is going to be out there because you're out there. And when you fail, you learn that a lot of people are actually happy that you failed. And that's a hard pill to swallow when you're like, oh, my God, what did I do to y'all? But um, this year was hard. I lost a lot. I lost a job, my very first job. I lost uh, a relationship that, you know, was very public. I lost friends in this industry that I learned were not my friends. And I just lost myself, man. I, I really just lost myself, and I was trying to figure out, what am I going to do? This whole year, like, literally since probably April, <laughs> like, that's, like, the beginning part of the year, um, I was just lost, very point blank. So, in that, I said, okay, well, God, what are you trying to teach me? What's going on? What, what are we doing here? And... I realized I put journalism, I put reporting, I put a title in front of him when Mm. I thought, oh, God, you keep blessing me. I ain't even going to church, but I promise I will to go to church. I got you. I got you. And he really had to, like, humble me, sit me down and say, like, no, like, this is not your God. These people are not your God. Like, this job is not your God. I'm God. And so I'm like, "Okay," I immerse myself in the word. And in the word, when you actually read the Bible, because everybody in their mind will want to post scriptures, but don't nobody Mm -hmm. read the Bible. And I'm like, okay, y'all. But when you actually read the word, it's like, I'm reading all these scriptures about all these negative connotations that God doesn't like. And I, I start to be revealed that, it starts to be revealed to me that a lot of the industry, the journalism industry, this is what happens in news. Whether it's a spirit of jealousy whether it's a spirit of gossip, because what what do we like to say? Oh, girl, we naturally know you. Or oh, girl, no, like, we're journalists. It's what we do. No, we can't say that anymore. And, and you know, um, what else? Like when you talk about toxic newsrooms, you already have situations like you know, gap like pay wage and gaps like you're not getting. We're not getting paid a lot in news. You know, whether it's for a newspaper, a magazine, online publication, or television or radio or entertainment, whatever faucet it is, we're not getting paid as much as it is. And it could be very draining. And it's like, dang. So in my head, I'm like, well dang God, am I not? I was I'm not supposed to do journalism. This sucks because I don't know what else to do. I done failed at every other job in the universe. Journalism was the only thing that I was good at. Um so I'm like, okay, well, what do you want me to do now? And yeah. I couldn't dis- I couldn't discern whether it was him or me saying this, but you know, it was kind of like, um, um, you're supposed to be a journalist. But I didn't know if it was just me trying to be like, okay, well, I think I'm supposed to be a journalist, and God just, like, you know, just gonna sit me down until, like, I get my next job, and that's just what we going to do. But no, I had a dream that night, and when I had a dream, I was standing in the middle of a room, and it was dark. It was, like, a huge room, dude. Like, imagine. It was kind of like a video game simulation, and I looked down. I had on some red sneakers, I think, and I had, like... Uh, uh, a jacket like I look like a video game character there was a wow. light yeah there was a light on my chest that started to glow and I looked down and I saw that there was sand underneath my feet so I just started walking around the room kind of like okay this is what we doing I see another light oh well, it's interesting because I'm not going to say his name on, on this podcast you know who he is but mm-hmm. uh, there's another light in the distance and I say oh that must be another person so I run towards him, and I realize this is somebody from NABJ that I know. And I've told him, like, you're the person in my dream. I've been going around on these podcasts, doing this little press tour. And he's like, what? That's crazy. But, like, when I saw him, I, I held his hand. We looked at each other and smiled, and it was like, oh, we shine brighter. Then we see other lights. And it's like, ooh, let's go chase them. So we chase them down. We grab each other's hands. We start making this human chain like a circle or an oval, and the next thing you know, in this dark room, all of a sudden, it's brightly lit. And when I woke up, the symbolism and the dream just comes to me. Because like I said, I'm spiritual. I'm like, yo, we're supposed to be light in the darkness. So is that my purpose, God? Is that what you're trying to tell me? And I swear, it just came to me. Like God told me. I can't even swear. because You're not even supposed to swear. But God told me. The sto- The Bible was actually written by storytellers. So, you tell me what you think your purpose is really supposed to be here. So I'm like, what? So then that's when I started thinking of this concept, like the main source media. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to be a light god? Like, do I just, like, tweet Bible verses? I don't know. Like, make it a, an official business? I don't know. Because I'd always had plans on cultivating my own business anyway because of the whole pay thing with, you know, being in this industry. Look, you got to be your own boss. I'm just saying. And so I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm just going to switch that around and I'm going to make my business solely based for you, how about that? And at first, it was kind of weird because it's like, well, what do I call it? Ooh, and then originally, y'all, y'all lucky because the first name I had was like Jesus and Journals. Oh my God, so cute! And it was like, <laughs> so it's like okay. But the main source, because you know, when you go out there as a, as a journalist, you get your sources, but you got to remember the main source for anything that you do in this world and your amazing talent as it develops and grows only comes from one source, and that's God. He's the main source. Um, so that. Yeah, you know, that's the significance of the name. But what we do, we're daily encouragement for the spiritual storyteller. But behind the scenes, and of course, we're fresh, we're new, we're going to get there. 2020, I have some amazing plans that's going to be implemented. But we want to help the next storyteller. We did a little giveaway. I know you was part of it, Sam. You made sure you got the little $5, so a $100 cash app giveaway, you know, where we just post, hey, guys, like, we want to try to answer, how is journalism a gift? If you can do that, you could be eligible for a $100 giveaway, which, you know, $100 cash-up giveaway. And, you know, because we didn't have, like, a lot of people in this first go-around, I decided to give $5 to the people who did participate, you know, because it was like, all right, y'all help me out. But we're going to grow, I promise. We did exactly what we intended to do was build our engagement. So over the next few months, we're going to be building our engagement, getting people kind of interested, like, okay, I like this. But the overall goal is... You know, when you have those MMJs who are fresh out of college, even if you've been, you know, working in your jumping markets, you still might be – you might start off in a really small market and then jump, but you're still kind of in a small market, you know? Or even if mm-hmm. you're in a mid-market. Nowadays, you people be in mid-markets and big markets and still might need a little bit of help, you know? So we're going to offer all types of giveaways. Sure, we'll offer cash incentives, but we're also going to offer if you need clothes. For to wear on air, what's one thing they don't teach you in journal or J school? No one teaches you what to wear on air, really, um, depending on your program, because that's not the most important thing with storytelling. But that's why we here. Let us worry about what you're going to wear and be presentable while you work on your craft, because not everybody can afford nice clothes to wear, you know? So if I can buy you five outfits, that's like a week's worth of clothes. Like, come on, that's just something that we want to be able to give back and do. If you need groceries, you know, you can come to us, because I, I've heard it all before with people doing different stories about food pantries, and it's like, dang, I actually need to come back to this food, you know, but it's like weird, because then it's like, oh, you're on TV, you can't be doing that bad if you have a career, and it's like, well, I don't, I don't know about that, man, I look, I'm a hungry, so we can be that safe space where if you feel like, okay, I, I maybe I don't want to be seen, or maybe it's embarrassing, or just know that you have a safe space where you can go and get the resources and the help that you need, as well as, you know, we just be dropping little cute quotes and stuff on our Instagram, and they vibe with it. So that's pretty much the gist of our our uh, mission.
1: Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Is there any way, is there a link or something where people can support the main source media?
0: Of that course. That way they can...
1: Okay, let them know.
0: So, <laughs> our main page is growing on Instagram. So, Instagram.com slash TheMainSourceMedia. Twitter.com slash TheMainSourceMedia. Facebook.com slash TheMainSourceMedia. We'll be launching our blog January 2020, which will be TheMainSourceMedia.com. On this blog, again, this is going to be like standard stuff. How do you you know, deal with toxic newsrooms as a young Christian journalist, you know? Um, how do you navigate, you know, job hunting or trusting the process or even, you know, something like, well, let me see, let me think, what else is, like, we'll, we'll have blog posts that people can relate to and resources and solutions to a lot of problems that can be explained in the Bible. I'm saying, um, hmm. yeah, and so that'll be coming. And eventually, are I can't give away everything, but we're going to have some good stuff. We're going to have some really good stuff and eventually some nice events, but I can't give it all away. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, what about uh, financially? Is there anything, is there a way, do they just go to the link if somebody wants to make a donation?
0: Of course. So, if you go to our Instagram page now, eventually this will be on our website. Oh, well, if you're launching this in January. Okay. Go to our website, (laughs) our website will be up by then. (laughs) So, of course, go to our website, the main source media. You can support our uh, t shirt line that we have. We have all types of t shirts, we have long sleeve, we have hoodies, and we try to get different designs that'll go on it. Uh, Little little cute sayings for whether you're a producer or a reporter or anybody like that, you you can find something for you. That's one way that you can support us. You can also support us by literally just sharing our page and letting people know that we exist. That way it's like, hey, y'all, we're here for y'all, just so y'all know. Um, Eventually, you know, I I can't give away what's going to happen, but there's going to be other things that people will be able to support and buy, which are going to be even bigger than like the apparel line or the the jewelry line that we're going to have. So, yeah, y'all got to stay tuned.
1: That's awesome. Well, I'm excited for it. Um, You know, like I said, Jay, you know, I tell you this all the time. Like, I'm so proud of you. So proud of the work that you're doing. Um, and keep being you. People always will try to change us. Hey, there was a time. You know how much I love wrestling. There was a time where I got made fun of. Um, Some of the people I went to high school with, and I'm 33 years old. So let's see, about 15, 20 years ago, people say, oh, you like that stuff? It's fake. This, this, that, and the other. And now they be, excuse my language, but on my heels because they say, oh, man, I see you doing your thing with your wrestler show and you at these shows, XYZ. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, okay. Yeah, like I forgot all the stuff you said. So, um... You know, the same people that try to laugh at you while you're trying to make it up, you know, not saying you look down on them, but you'll be looking down while they sit up there looking up to you while you are where you want to be, you know. Yeah,
0: that's how it goes, you know, but even if I'm looking down, I'm still sprinkle some blessings.
1: Bingo. Yeah. So any final thoughts, anything you want the people to know uh, about you and, and let people know where they can follow you?
0: Yes, of course. So my final thoughts would be I'm always here. My DMs are open. Literally, I am so approachable. I've struggled a little bit with trying, letting people have access to me. But the right people I know are going to come along, and I have good discernment. So if y'all ever need anything from me, please let me know. Let me know especially even on the main social media if you don't win a giveaway or if you don't win any of our incentives like you can slap me at the end it look like be like aces like listen really struggling at ACES. I really got this going on can I you know talk to me and get some help I got you you guys can follow me on Twitter at I am Jade Jackson all cap, caps slots follow me on Instagram at Jade the journalist you can check me out with everything else on my own personal website jjacksononline.com
1: Thank you. All right, Jade, I definitely appreciate you coming on. Um, folks, make sure you follow her. Uh, she is the real deal. So, like I said, I was very excited about having her on here. And now you see why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no cap. No cap. <laughs> All, <right. laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Bye.
1: What a great time I had with my good friend jay jackson my national association of black journalists sister next week i'm excited to bring on my good another good sister of mine the one and only miss brianna darkless brianna just moved to fort wayne indiana securing her first job out of college so i was happy that when she was able to give me this interview it was literally right after she had just finished moving so we get to have a immediate conversation about her new role but also about how she was able to get there and one of the things we're going to talk about is how her broadcast reel went viral on twitter and that was a huge component for her landing her job so ladies and gentlemen As always, thank you for joining me on this episode of Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling. I really appreciate all the love and support that I have been receiving from this show. And don't worry, if I haven't reached out to you yet, 10 times out of 10, I will be reaching out because I want to find out your story to get how you got to where you are now. Just remember, do not let anybody put a ceiling that you will not allow yourself to break through. So long everybody. This podcast is brought to you by B Waters Productions. It is produced and edited by myself, Brian H. Waters, with the music brought to you by Hypnosis. You can find Hypnosis on Instagram at hypno underscore beats.